This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Welcome, friends, to another r slash am I the jerk here video. Today, we've got a lot of hard-hitting questions, and our first story is from Throwaway Brother 3. Am I the jerk for refusing to let my brother meet my son after what he told me at my husband's funeral? My late husband passed away from a car accident when I was four months pregnant. It's been difficult without him, but my family did so much to support me. I moved in with him a month after. After the funeral, my older brother asked for a minute to talk, then asked me if I really wanted to go through with my pregnancy. I was shocked when I heard this, but even more shocked when he suggested that I make the right decision, not an emotional decision, and reconsider having my son. He gave many reasons why, including the fact how single and widowed moms are considered too much of baggage for so many men to date. I lost it on him and kicked him out. That was the last time we saw each other. My son's now three weeks old. Whole family met him and were happy to welcome him. My parents asked if I could let my brother come meet my son even for a few hours. I refused, but they said I was making a mistake robbing my son of a future loving relationship with his uncle. They asked that I don't let my emotions dictate a decision that might have a lasting impact, but I said no. My extended family got involved and started pushing, especially after my brother started insisting, saying my husband was a dear friend of his and what I'm doing right now would make my husband upset if he saw it. Am I being bitter and selfish? I think OP is definitely not the jerk, definitely not bitter and selfish, and I think this dude is insane and out of their mind to be going and asking you those things. If the older brother had approached OP privately and said basically how they should reconsider having their son, would it be fair if OP told the rest of their family what the older brother had told them? Basically share around their ridiculous requests and thoughts and expose them for being such a cold jerk? Let me know what you guys think down in the comments below. Our next story is from You Should Read It 1. Am I the jerk for fighting with a teacher before the school year even starts? My daughter starts 6th grade in a couple of weeks. All of the incoming 6th graders have to do a book report. The email stated that books children do their reports on must be over 75 pages. My daughter wanted to do her report on Watchmen. It's her favorite book. I saw no problem with this. Book reports needed to be emailed in by August 1st so they can be given back to the kids on the first day of school as their first grade. I got an email this morning stating that my daughter needs to redo her report as a graphic novel isn't a book. I responded that a graphic novel is a book, and if there was a rule against graphic novels, that needs to be stated in the instructions. The teacher said it was obvious. We went back and forth a couple of times, so I just forwarded the emails with the original assignment attached to the principal and told him to assign my daughter a teacher who can read directions because this one clearly can't. 
I told my wife about it, and she's mad at me. She said I should have tried to handle things more diplomatically, and I'm making us look bad to the principal. My argument is that if this teacher is too dumb to read her own assignment, why is that our daughter's problem? I think OP's being the jerk here. I think it's pretty clear that a visual novel is not really what is intended. I think you can take your argument and pound it into the ground that, well, a visual novel is a book, and just kind of care and complain your way through things to the principal. But to be honest, I think it's just kind of an ugly look. Obviously, when they say book, I'm sure they want something that is almost wholly written word. Not a comic book where it's almost wholly always more picture than it ever is dialogue. Our next story is from Nice First Birthday AITA. Am I the jerk for calling my brother a disgusting, gross man at his daughter's birthday party? My brother Paul and I are not close at all. We have very different worldviews and have incompatible personalities. I can tolerate him, but I would never consider him a friend. He's been married to Lisa for one or two years now, and they have a beautiful daughter together. My girlfriend Amy and I were invited to celebrate my niece's first birthday. Most of the family was invited, and it would be the first time I would have seen them all together. I only see my family once or twice a year, with a few exceptions. Amy and I arrived a little earlier than we were supposed to, and instead of waiting in the car, we decided to go in. The first thing I noticed is how calm my brother seemed to be in contrast to Lisa, who was frantically running up and down. When he saw Amy, he immediately handed the baby over to her and got a beer to sit down and watch TV. Lisa was clearly struggling, and he was content with a beer and Netflix. I don't want to be rude, and maybe this was a one-time thing, but it bothered me how uninvolved he was. He handed Amy a baby with a full diaper with vomit on its clothes. Eventually, Amy, Lisa, and I finished everything. The house was clean, the food was ready, and Lisa looked ready to host a big gathering. We all paid zero attention to Paul. When my family arrived, I thought everything was going well. I avoided Paul and enjoyed speaking to my family. After we had sat down to eat, Paul approached me drunk, thanking me for helping Lisa. I did not want to be around him for long and moved out of his way. He was very persistent. I was ignoring him, but he started talking about Amy. Protect Amy like a real man. Or, you've got a great woman by your side. You know what? Whatever. It was slightly odd and mildly uncomfortable, but I was able to brush it away. Amy was trying to sober him up a little bit before the cake cutting, so she was selectively hearing. We tried to get him to stop talking and drink water. However, he had a lot to say about Lisa. He was complaining about how pregnancy ruined Lisa's body and how a baby ruined his life. Amy and I kept looking at each other awkwardly and we were soon going to leave him be. We didn't leave the conversation soon enough. He was complaining to me about his sex life or lack thereof and commenting on how desperately he wanted to hook up with someone fit like Amy. This made us both extremely uncomfortable. Amy left, quickly apologizing to Lisa. I told him that he was a disgusting, gross man who needs some freaking help before I left. Apparently this made him super upset, and he started wailing at the party. Paul told everyone that the reason he was crying was because of my words to him. He got over it quickly, but a few people told me I was wrong to shame a father on his child's birthday. I could probably have left without making a statement. Am I the jerk? 
To me personally, I think OP's clearly not the jerk. And while I agree with the sentiment that, oh well, OP could have just walked away, that applies to literally every semi-argument, insult, punch that was ever thrown, right? Anybody in any fight, argument, insult, unless they're in a box or cornered, they all could have just walked away, right? Just because OP could walk away doesn't mean that they were the jerk. Because the fact of the matter is, did this guy deserve getting those words? I think so. They said some disgusting things. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. Our next story is from Mechanical Walrus 57 Am I the jerk for telling my date that he shouldn't call himself a Harvard alumnus? So I, 25-year-old female, matched with a guy who had Harvard alum in his bio. There aren't too many of those in my small midwestern city, so I suggested that we grab some coffee. The date started off wonderfully. We had shared many interests and spent a good 30 minutes talking about them. I started talking about my amazing undergraduate experience at Harvard and asked him what he concentrated in. He gave me a blank stare. After a moment, he said, Oh, I finished a web dev certificate from the extension program. After some googling, I discovered that anyone can finish the web dev certificate by paying a $6,000 fee and taking three online courses. I then asked him, why are you calling yourself a Harvard alumnus? When people hear Bobby went to Harvard, they assume that Bobby has an actual degree from Harvard, not some certificate that holds no real weight. Anyway, my date got up and left, but not before he said, This is why people can't stand people like you. I've gone over our conversation multiple times, yet I can't see where I said anything wrong. I think both sides are the jerks here. This guy clearly is a jerk for putting Harvard alum in their bio, when it really wasn't even close to what they're trying to basically label themselves as. It's like saying you work in a managerial position in a major corporation, and in reality you're just the manager of the local McDonald's chain. But I felt like OP could have handled this better too. Ride out the experience, wrap up the night, go on home, just say you don't want to talk to them again, maybe explain your reasoning there where you felt like it was disingenuous to put that in their bio, and leave it at that. And let's not forget to mention, OP said that while they were on the date, they pulled out their phone and googled this certificate program. Just imagine doing that on the first date, that would be so awkward. This next story is from Tough Second 3696 Am I the jerk for shutting down future game nights with my boyfriend and his friends because they expected us to just sit around watching them play video games? My boyfriend and his friends like to play video games together. I have little to no interest in video games. The issue is that, for some reason, he and his friends think that them playing video games is the most interesting thing in the world. And you know how guys who are into sports will have their girlfriends come watch their games? He and his friends kind of expect us, the women, to do the same. I'll admit that we tried it once. It was boring and a huge waste of time. None of us had any interest in just sitting there watching them play games. But for some reason the guys like expected that somehow this counted as a group hangout and thought it was a great time. They started to make plans to do it again and I stepped in and said, hey you guys can play but we aren't going to just sit around watching you play video games. They didn't get why we didn't like it because they like sitting around watching people play games and are always watching streamers play. I said if we're going to hang out as a group 
We all need to be like doing stuff together, interacting. They argued back that we could always join them playing the games. And I just said that I know I have no interest in that. And a few of the other women chimed in to say so. Well, the guys are pissed at me now because to them, I ruined game night, which to them was something that everyone could enjoy. I don't get why they can't just play games together without dragging bored girlfriends along for the ride. My instinct is that some of them were using it as a way to pretend they were spending time with their girlfriends so they don't get pegged as being crappy boyfriends. I think OP's not the jerk here because, frankly, they're not really being engaged in this situation and it's just not something that's fun for them, so I feel like they shouldn't feel guilted into or forced to sit around and basically waste their time. I kind of get where the guys are coming from. I imagine they want you to be there and enjoy it and they probably like the company. I think it's a little extra for OP to try to pin it on them just trying to avoid being crappy boyfriends by suggesting it, but they definitely need to stop trying to guilt trip you and make you feel bad for not wanting to sit through that. Our next story is from Professional Boob. Am I the jerk for refusing to cook dinner for my family because my mom continuously buys the wrong ingredients? Okay, so to start, I'm a 24-year-old female that lives at home with my parents. I have a job and pay rent. I just can't feasibly afford an apartment where I currently live by myself with my current job. Into the issue at hand, my mother for years will buy the wrong or healthier version of something that we need for cooking or eating, i.e. sugar-free Nesquik, margarine instead of butter, fat-free versions of anything that doesn't need to be fat-free. I have one heck of an Alfredo sauce recipe, it's delicious and I love it. Is it healthy? No, not in the slightest, but not everything needs to be healthy, especially when none of us in this household are unhealthy or overweight. Mom wanted me to make it for dinner and asked what I would need to make it, so I told her I would need two cups of heavy cream, a bag of shredded Parmesan cheese, a stick of butter, flour, spices, and pasta water. All she needed to buy was heavy cream and a bag of shredded Parmesan cheese and some butter. Everything else we already had. I told her this recipe doesn't work or taste right without these specific things and not to substitute anything or I wouldn't be making dinner. What did she come home with? A gallon of 2% milk and a container of reduced fat grated Parmesan cheese. The kind you would sprinkle on spaghetti and a tub of smart balance butter spread. None of these things were what I wanted to make dinner with. I asked if the store was just out of everything. And she told me no, but these will work better. I've tried to make this with half and half and grated Parmesan cheese before. It's not a fraction as scrum diddlyicious compared to when it's made with heavy cream and shredded cheese. I told her that I needed everything that I said with no substitutions and that I wouldn't be making it. And she flipped. She said she didn't have anything else to make for dinner and that she doesn't know how to make it like I do. Yet she couldn't follow simple instructions. Before any of you say, why didn't you go to the store? I didn't go because she said she would get everything and promised not to substitute anything and just get what I asked for. I didn't care the brand of anything she got. It could be the store brand stuff for all I care. I just needed heavy cream, butter, and a bag of shredded Parmesan cheese. She's now calling me ungrateful and uncooperative, along with a multitude of other things that imply that I'm stupid and have something wrong with me, and threatening to kick me out if I don't make dinner. 
So, am I the jerk for not making dinner because my mom bought the wrong ingredients? I think it would be very hard to find a way to pin OP as being the jerk in this situation. OP made it clear they weren't making anything unless they got exactly what they asked for. I don't think it was unreasonable in the slightest, and I don't think they're being unreasonable in the slightest by sticking to what they said. Our next story is from Food No Name KK. Am I the jerk for pulling a prank on my racist sister-in-law, 17-year-old female? My sister-in-law is pretty hard to deal with. She had hang-ups with her brother marrying a brown Arab woman like me, 27-year-old female. She also insults my... Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Cooking and doesn't like anything I make and claims that it's all terrible from a terrible cuisine. That's why we don't invite her much. Anyway, my husband invited all his family tonight, and I thought of pulling a prank on her. I cooked her one of our popular dishes back in Saudi Arabia, mutabak, and we lied about it being an Eastern European dish. She loved it. She was all, see, you all see how better the European cuisine is. You all see how it tastes better. You should make more of this and less of that garbage you make in your country. Then 20 minutes later, I told her the truth. First, she thought it was a joke, but then realized that she screwed up and snapped at me for lying to her. Not honorable at all. It quickly turned from a joke into some kind of fight with her. Dad-in-law, husband, and all brother-in-laws all found no issue with it and even loved this prank. Mom-in-law thought it was a jerk move for me to pull on a teenager and agreed with leaving early. Maybe I'm a jerk. I need a third opinion. Am I the jerk? I think OP's definitely not the jerk here. This is one thing if, like, you trick a vegetarian into eating meat. It's totally different when somebody is just totally racist and doesn't believe anything from a certain culture could possibly be good, proving to them in a roundabout way that it is good and they're just being prejudiced. Our next story is from AITA780. Am I the jerk for still going on a trip without my boyfriend after he canceled last minute but I didn't want to? Both me and my boyfriend are 30. Me and some friends went on a road trip vacation for a few days and just came back yesterday. It was originally my idea and meant to be a girl's trip, but then we decided to include our significant others as well and make it a full party weekend. This vacation was a long time planning and I was really looking forward to it, as have the others. A few weeks ago, my boyfriend said that he really doesn't want to go. I tried to convince him otherwise because our hotel, activities, etc. were already booked but he wouldn't budge, and said that some of them still have free cancellation, and he'd pay for the ones that don't. 
Okay, his choice. I was still planning to go with my friends. My boyfriend, however, started saying that I shouldn't go either and stay with him for support, and so he isn't alone. I told him that I've really been looking forward to this trip, and if he's not going, that's fine, but I still want to. We had a bit of an argument over this, and I ended up going. I had a great time. Since I've come back, though, my boyfriend's been giving me the cold shoulder. So, am I the jerk for going on the trip without him? So, uh, it turns out that the reason the boyfriend didn't want to go on the trip was because they were diagnosed with cancer and had a chemo treatment coming up soon. Just a nice little detail that OP, who I think is being a jerk here, left out. This next story is from MoonTurtle766. Am I the jerk for ruining my sister's vacation? I'm 22 years old. My sister is 26 and has two children, a two-month-old and a two-year-old. I always thought she shouldn't have gotten another child because she can barely take care of the first one and most of the time asks other people to take care of them because she can't do it alone. Our mom is one of the people who goes and helps a lot, definitely now that the baby's born. Now for the vacation part, I booked a vacation to the beach a year ago, it was quite expensive, but this is something I really wanted so I saved up for it. I asked her mom if she wanted to go with me. She said yes. I booked and paid for two people. A month before we left for the vacation, my mom said my sister was also coming with us because her boyfriend was away that same week on a bike vacation. There wasn't really a question in it, they just announced it. Afterwards, I went to our mom and said my concerns about how I was afraid I would have no time for myself and I would have to babysit all the time. Something about me, I'm highly sensitive, and I get overwhelmed very quickly by constant loud noise and being an introvert, being around people, mentally drain me to the point that I can't do anything anymore but just sleep. They know this. We're now four days into the vacation, and everything I feared came true. I have to constantly keep my two-year-old busy while my mom and sister are on their phone or taking care of the baby. Even when I go somewhere else to be alone for a second, like lay on my bed or something, he follows and keeps asking to play. I love him, but it gets too much for me. The only way they leave me alone is when I'm sleeping, so I've been doing that a lot, which means that I wasn't able to do anything that I wanted. My sisters told me today that I'm ruining her vacation because I make a long face all the time. I don't know if that's an English expression, but in Dutch, it means I'm not happy all the time. I was so annoyed, I told her, what do you mean I'm ruining your vacation? I paid for it, this is my vacation. She began yelling and said that just because I paid for everything doesn't mean I can sit here and ruin it for her. I said you invited yourself, I didn't ask you to be here, and said that they promised I wouldn't have to babysit. She began yelling louder and said I haven't touched the baby while we were here. That's a lie, I've given him his bottle a few times and held him while he slept and cried plenty of times. I told her who's been keeping the two-year-old busy. She got more angry and said, isn't that normal for you to want to play with a two-year-old as his aunt? Our mom was looking at me like I've kicked the children. Because how could I complain about playing with my own nephew? They stormed out and yelled that there was something really wrong with me and I should think about what I said. I've been crying non-stop and have no clue what to do anymore. They don't talk to me, and I'm stuck here with them until Friday. Am I the jerk? I think OP's not the jerk. I think they just wanted a nice vacation, and frankly, it got tanked. Sometimes you hear of situations like this, and me as somebody that doesn't have any children, it makes me think, like, 
do I want kids? Like, kids are a lot of a responsibility. Our next story is from Red Arm Band Furry. Am I the jerk for telling my husband to buy his own beer fridge? My husband and I have been married for three years. I love this man with the entirety of my life. But a year ago, he picked up this little habit where he stocks up on cheap beers and leaves them open in the fridge. I was fine with it when it was just two or four, you know, enough to start up his gaming stream and get the mood ready so we can have fun with his chat. But now there's an entire section of our fridge devoted to his skunky butt opened beers under our meat drawer. He puts as many as he can fit under the drawer and it freaking stinks. The entire fridge smells like freaking frat bro puke after a day and a half of his beers being in it and frankly, I was sick of it. When he finished his last beer, I took the section off of the fridge shelf that he used to store his beers on. I cleaned and rearranged the whole fridge and I locked the shelf in my closet because I wasn't playing this game anymore. He finds out the shelf is missing and while I was out, he opened two beers, stuck them next to all of our condiments and immediately went to his dad pissed that I was trying to emasculate him by denying him his beers. Even though the man's been buying a 24-pack a week every week and I've never stopped him. The man knows his limits. I just am sick of smelling rancid beer every time I open our fridge. I tell his dad that it's not about the beer, it's that he leaves it open until it freaking stinks up the place before drinking it. And he said, you're gay. If he wanted to be with a controlling witch, he'd go be with a woman. Stop trying to control my son. So swallowing all of my anger, I offer to go half seas on a drink fridge for him, like the ones you see in shops. He looks me dead in the eyes and says, the fridge in the kitchen is just as much mine as it is yours. You heard my dad, now drop it and put my shelf back. Am I the jerk? Overall, I think OP's not the jerk here because nobody wants to open their fridge and smell something that reeks and have to feel like they have to compromise and accept that. But like taking the shelf out of there and locking it up and hiding it with no communication is also a little bit of a jerk move. But then in the end, after everything and how they've been treated and the fact that their concerns and their offers to compromise were just flat out rejected, I feel like you can't call OP the jerk here. This next story is from Rage and Throwaway 432. Am I the jerk, male 25, for not catering to my girlfriend's intolerance to lactose? Female 22, girlfriend and I have been together for three years. My girlfriend recently developed a strong intolerance for lactose. Yogurt and milk makes her stomach hurt really bad. And all other dairy, while tolerable, gives her extreme gas and a sick feeling in her throat. Due to this, my girlfriend has recently developed a dairy-free diet. She refuses to eat any dairy, even the stuff that just gives her gas. I never complained about this, although it has made it difficult for me to cook for her or go out to eat since she has so many limitations now. We live separately but visit each other twice a week. Wednesday I go to her house and Sunday she comes to mine. We usually cook for one another on those days. Lately, her meals haven't been as good due to all the dairy substitutes, which is fine. This is where I may be the jerk. Last night, I made her a pasta dish with heavy cream. I told her to take one of her lactate pills beforehand, and she said she didn't want to deal with the gas afterwards, and demanded I get her something else. This slightly annoyed me because I had put in a lot of work for this dish. 
I told her that while I was fine with eating her food on Wednesday, I don't want to change my eating habits for her. A lot of dairy-free alternatives don't taste as good. Dairy-free cheese is awful, and I don't see a point in changing my groceries for one meal when she can just take a lactate pill. She called me a jerk, teared up, and went home. I thought she would get over it, but she's barely answered my texts. Am I the jerk? I think OP is the jerk here. In this situation, I don't think it ever had anything to do with what OP wanted to eat at all. The girlfriend simply said, can OP get something else for her to eat? OP doesn't have to stop eating dairy. Granted, it's more work, but OP just has to make something else for her that doesn't involve dairy. And if this is a hill that OP wants to die on, maybe the relationship is just not meant to be. This next story is from Zaw's List. Am I the jerk for not letting my son's girlfriend spend the night at our house? My son, 22, has a girlfriend, 20. She's a nice girl, respectful towards me and my wife, getting a degree at a top university, and I think they're a good match for each other. My son lives with me and he's about to finish community college this fall. They started dating about a year ago. We live in the San Francisco area and she lives about 20 minutes away from us where there's no traffic, but in this city there usually is. A few months ago, I found out that she had spent the night without asking us. Naturally, I got upset with my son. I told him that she was not allowed to spend the night. He understood and they haven't done it since. Recently, he told me that he doesn't like her driving home when they hang out late and that he feels that it's unsafe for her to drive home alone past 12am through San Francisco and over the Bay Bridge. He says he's worried that she'll get robbed, or worse, or she'll fall asleep driving. She lives with her parents who let him spend the night whenever he wants, and he says I should allow her to do the same, at least when they have a late event. Since he did it without asking me and the wife the first time, I'm not letting her stay. Am I the jerk for not letting my son's girlfriend spend the night at our house? If you think she's a nice girl and respectful, and your son is 22 years old and the girlfriend is 20, then I think you're absolutely the jerk by not letting them spend the night. She's not going to come over and start emptying your refrigerator out or rifling through the drawers trying to find some cash, right? And refusing to let her stay over because they did it the first time without asking, I think is a really, frankly, stupid reason. Don't be that kind of parent. And if it's all about hooking up, it's already happening, they need to get over that. And our final story of the day is from Sea Disaster 2A2. Am I the jerk for begging my parents to let me get plastic surgery and then making them feel bad after I regretted it? Recently I, 17 year old female, went to Turkey with my parents to visit my family and get a nose job. I've always hated the way my nose has looked and a nose job has been a dream of mine for as long as I could remember. My parents agreed to the nose job because I also have breathing problems and they figured it would be a good 18th birthday gift. We booked my appointment six months ahead, and the moment we arrived to Turkey, they begged me not to get it and postpone it to next year. Like I said, this was my dream, so I didn't want to back down. But eventually their doubts poisoned my mind, and I ended up not going through with the surgery. Of course, I instantly regretted my decision and broke down. I cried for two weeks straight and could barely get up out of bed. I cried so hard that I threw up almost every day. My neighbors were concerned and tried to check up on me. My parents had never seen me like this and they were extremely worried. They knew it was their fault and, in an attempt to make me feel better, they promised to let me get filler. I ended up getting nose filler, lip filler on my top lip, and a brow lift using Botox in a filler. 
The nose filler looks great, but the rest of my face is so swollen. When I was at the doctor's, I told my mom I didn't want to get the lip filler and brow lift, but she thought I would end up like before, so she basically forced me. I understand why she did it because I was so crushed when I backed down from the nose job. Anyways, my lips look so, so bad and the bottom of my eyebrow is completely swollen. I ruined my face, and for what? I got mad at them and told them I wish they'd just listened to me. They feel horrible, but I can't help but resent them. On one hand, I'm mad they don't listen to me, and on one hand, I'm mad because they let me get plastic surgery at this age. I just feel like there's no good guy in this story. I know it's not really my place to give opinions on stuff like this, but I feel like 17 years old is just much too young to be considering stuff like Botox and fillers. Between the reactions of being told no and begging for other things and not holding any accountability, the parents going through with all of this stuff, I just, there's so many different elements and none of them I think are good here. Basically, I think everybody hears the jerk. What do you guys think? Is OP the jerk? Is OP not the jerk? Is everybody the jerk? And is this too young to be considering even a nose job? Botox? Let me know in the comments. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another Am I the Jerk Here story that was way crazier than any of the ones in this video, click on that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, check out the one on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.